and welcome back to Election Day. Earlier in the week, when I was thinking about what to talk about in this episode, there were just so many different ideas going through my head. There are so many things happening. One thing I was thinking about was the Georgia voting rights law and the reaction to the restrictions and the reaction to the reaction and the reaction to the reaction to the reaction to the the law. Another idea might have been progress on the COVID-19 pandemic and vaccinations. I also thought about doing an episode on mass shootings or Asian American hate. And now, as I'm recording this episode, the front page of the New York Times talks about Biden's new tax plan, which is also something that might be interesting. But one of the things that I was facing was, it was weird, none of this really interested me. I didn't want to talk about any of those stories on this podcast, which is weird because all of these were things that I should be interested in and things that certainly deserve to be cared about. And look, I'm not someone who's disinterested in politics. I run this podcast. But still, I didn't have a strong reaction. And I think that's okay. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about how we care about politics and how to care in the right way. And the thing I want you to think about as you listen to the rest of this podcast is Andrew Yang's slogan from the 2020 presidential campaign, Make America Think Harder we really do need to think harder about how exactly we care about politics rather than just reactions to everything. So, in the spirit of thinking harder, I'm going to walk you through six questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how do you care? The first question who do you care about, helps us in identifying key actors, key players, which is probably the most important part of any issue. And it also helps us avoid, in some ways, the dangers of tribalism, of demonization, and of distractions. Who we care about is such a powerful thing. Even though it's a simple question, I would argue it's maybe even the most important, even more than what you care about. Because attention is so fundamental to what politics is about. Think about our previous president, Donald Trump. He didn't win by getting people to care about the what. He didn't win by getting people to care about a policy. And that wasn't his legacy. His legacy wasn't what he was able to get done. He was elected through who he was. And his legacy was who we put in the White House. And how that who changed who the American people would become and who the rest of our government would be comprised of. That's why... As soon as Biden was sworn in as president, 
I made a pledge not to talk about Donald Trump, not to let him be the focus of how we care about politics, and instead to talk about Biden, the Biden administration, and their policies. So that's what I did for a full season. I decided that who I would care about would be Joe Biden. And I am doing a bit of the reverse. I've talked about the alt-right conspiracy theories and Fox News, and I will soon talk about the Republican Party. So my focus is now more on the conservative wing of American politics. Even just identifying that will help me to structure my thoughts better. And as I sift through the news, I will look for that part. Or, for example, on an issue like racial justice. Who do I care about? Well, for the case of Black Lives Matter, let's say I care about black people. That puts the person and the people behind the politics. It grounds us in reality. Or let's think about immigration. Who do we care about? Well, that's where this approach is interesting, because if you're a liberal, your approach probably is, I care about the immigrant or the refugee. Whereas, if you're a conservative, or at least this brand and era of conservatism, you probably say, well, I care about the immigrant, but in the context of caring about me as a threat to this country. And that's where the who question can get us to think a little bit more about how we view the world. When we answer that question, who, the answer for both liberals and conservatives might be immigrants, but the characterization is different. So it gets us to think about different perspectives. Last episode, I talked about characterization a lot. The second question you have to ask yourself is what do I care about? That's sort of what I got to in my introduction, where I talked about, look, there was just so much going on, and I really couldn't keep up with it, and honestly, even though I should have, and I felt guilty for it, I really didn't care. In one of my episodes from maybe one or two months ago now, it was an interview I had with one of my friends, on racial justice, and she talked about how inaction was a choice, and that to stop racism, we can't just be neutral, we can't just be not a racist, but we need to be very proactive in combating the issue. And I can't say she's wrong, action is needed to combat inertia, and that's why advocacy is important. But at the same time, you can't have that sort of mindset when approaching every single issue. You can't say, I have to care so much that I'm willing to devote my life to the cause of anti-racism, and then say the same thing about climate change or economic justice, and then also feel like you have to do everything in your power to change healthcare because that is an unacceptable system to you. And each individual one of those stances may be perfectly right, 
in isolation. But we live in such a complex world where these issues individually that are so desperate and all-important, you can't care about them all at once. That's okay. It's not possible for a human to do that. And you probably shouldn't want to do that because then you just get desensitized. If you say you're going to care about 20 things, you're really going to truly care about zero. You need to stay sensitive. And that's why I suggest that everybody come up with a list of three. Of three things that you can continue to scan for in the news. To stay alert about. And to truly care about. Now, we should still care about other horrible things or other amazing things, but narrowing that list of things that we truly have to commit to is very helpful. This is actually something that the comedian Hassan Minhaj said on his show before it was cancelled, that we need to clear our brains of everything except a couple issues. You'll notice that this wave of Asian American hate, which is unacceptable. I don't condone it any more than anyone else. But I haven't cleared the schedule and made way for that episode on this podcast. There are so many things worth caring about, but you can only do so much. When do you care about an issue? I don't want to sound like, you know, the old generation complaining about woke millennials because I'm not a believer in that. I don't think wokeism is the problem that Fox News thinks it is. But at the same time, I don't think that being politically involved means reacting to everything. Following the trend, following the public opinion on social media, or in real life. And when horrifying things happen, and that truly spurs a lot of people into action and into caring, then I think that's great. There's nothing inherently wrong with a lot of people caring about an issue at the same time. The issue is one that's only temporary. When... The issue is really not something that is now placed on someone's bucket list, but goes away as the trend goes away. At that point, political issues are more celebrities than anything else, like internet sensations that come and then go. Politics can't be that fickle because things take time. So anyway, the what and the when questions are very intertwined because the bucket list of the what's, you don't want that to be something that you can just toss around. You do want to make sure that what you put on the bucket list, when you put it on, and when you take things off, says more about your political development and change in perspective than it does about what everyone else is thinking. You want to make sure that your timeline 
is quite independent. The next question that I won't take that long to explain is where do you care about? Sort of like the who question that was about getting the person behind the issue so you can truly care more and get that tie to reality, where also anchors you to a physical location. Again, the biggest trap in caring in politics is that you'll just go whichever way the wind blows and that you'll be caring about words, words, words rather than people, places, things. The thing that to me was so beautiful about the Georgia runoff race is that you got all of these people who were politically engaged and I do believe genuinely cared about politics, but who previously didn't care in the right way. This Georgia race was so great in that it drew so many people to this one state, and it drew them to four candidates in two races. And in terms of the one question, of course, it all happened at the same time, but it was for the right reason, because the election had a when time. So, I'm not one of those people who says all politics is local, but make sure that you're at least able to say where you care about. It could be a city, a state, the United States, or a certain cross-section of it, or a certain location abroad. So that's the where question. The fifth is why. This is also a super important one. Why do you care about what you care about? Even though this is important, I'm not going to go too deep on this one because I think it really is a lot about your personal philosophy. And for me, a lot of times it does come back to religion. But really what I'm talking about here is values. Why do you support a certain thing? Is it because of your notion of justice? Justice in what sense? Is it because of some value you place on honesty and integrity? That's a very big theme recently. How is that defined and what, by what standard? When you have a good answer for the who question in terms of a certain stakeholder, then is it compassion and empathy driving you? Hopefully it is and not the reverse. Now that's for sort of higher level, I guess is the best word, issues. For practical ones, it could also be your interests and position in society. And that is obviously the simpler one to answer the why question. I think if we all thought about the why question, we'd be a lot better at following our interests and, importantly, our values to make sure that we don't go down a path where the positions we end up going with are in contradiction with the things that we identify with. And if you really want to hear more in depth about that, then go listen to my Christmas episode the last question is, how 
do you care about politics? And this can be answered in a lot of different ways, but one very helpful tip is to do your research. And do real research. So many people, both liberals and conservatives, Democrats and Republicans, who are very quote-unquote politically engaged, don't do real research. They'll watch things, they'll see things places, and of course they do have their life experiences, which are important, but don't really look things up on reputable sources. And look, I'm very guilty of this myself, just as much as anybody. But at least on the issues on our bucket list, we gotta know what we are supporting and following, or else we're not truly supporting and following it in any meaningful way. At the same time, to care, quote-unquote, about certain things, and really not to know what that actually means, makes it really easy for the public to be seriously misled. So, on the note of making America think harder, it's important that we all really look things up and inform ourselves. For example, if you really care about, let's say, the war in Afghanistan, you can't just say, I don't want a war there. You've got to know the history behind it, the local society, what's currently on the ground, what are the factors keeping the situation as it is. And, of course, that's a lot of work and no one really wants to do that, but that's why you shrink the list down to three. Because for everything that you care about, you should be able to describe it for at least a minute. That's a good test. I'll give you one example of something I did recently that's a really tiny thing, but I think demonstrates the how question, is I'm someone who cares about voting, but when I was thinking of doing a voting episode, I realized I don't know all that much. So I went online and looked up what's actually in the Georgia Voting Rights Act that's getting so much heat lately, because I knew it was controversial, I knew it was voter suppression, but I didn't know what it actually was. So I went and looked that up. How can you get involved? That's something that I'm continuing to try to find out. Obviously the big ways are donating, calling your congressional representative, and in the episode description, I will include a New York Times, I believe, link that details a lot of the ways that you can actually impact politics. But the general guideline I would give is that the impact of your caring is directly proportional to the amount of time you're willing to invest in it. If it takes two seconds of your thumb moving around, that's how much impact it will have. If you take a full week to prepare something, that's exponentially more. So anyway, this is just a 20-minute Kickstarter to get you thinking about how do you actually 
care about politics the right way. Because caring about politics is, it's fundamental to people and to society, but it's also not that simple. It's more than having reactions to things in politics. It requires you to think and to answer the six questions that I've listed today. And this is something that's really helped me because I feel like I'm much more stable in a political sense and that this provides me with a plan for caring and I can't just be whipped around by things as easily. So, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope this helps as we navigate turbulent times. And please come back next Friday at 7am Eastern Time.